been a while since I was able to put out a podcast episode, so hello. This is Greg Schwartz, and I usually host what she's thinking about dating and relationships. And right now, the reason it's been a while since I've been able to put out a podcast is because I've been working on building a dating app. I'm experimenting with some transparency in building my startup, and I want to share an update probably about every other week as I build it. So I'm doing this for three reasons. One is to keep supporters and allies like you in the loop on what I've done. Second is to garner attaboys, feedback, this is awesome, here's an idea. All of that stuff is really inspiring and energizing for me. And then last, to ask for help. Because, frankly, there's a lot of people who see this and go, ooh, I love it, how can I help? And wanted to be able to let the rest of my community know about what I'm doing. So, there's a couple pieces to this idea. Tentatively, I'm calling it bubble dating, and uh, I'll come back to that name. But number one, it's basically a piece of, of, well, what I'm trying to do is, number one, support other people in finding a long-term relationship. So you don't have the questions of, you know, Tinder's just for hookups. You don't have any of the concerns of, is this person just wanting to be friends or looking for a hookup or any of that stuff? And then second, really want it to be built on live video because live video is so much better than profiles. Profiles suck. So as many people know, I've been working and coaching people with online dating for years now. And one of the things I spend a huge amount of time on is what photo should I put up and what should I put on my profile and all of these other questions around just how to build a good profile. And it turns out that even people who I work with, they build a good profile, but then people don't read their profile. So anyway, profiles just suck in general. So instead, on this dating app, you match by going on five-minute video speed dates. And at the end of that, if you're still interested in the person, you say, yes, I would like to talk to them more. And then if you both match, you can then chat more, which I'll come back to in a second. It's also better because honestly, conversation actually interacting is much better as a filter than what you might write on a profile in terms of, oh, I like hiking and travel and food and all of that stuff, which frankly sounds like almost every other person on the planet. One other advantage of this is it's actually a really great way to fight systemic racism. So you've probably seen studies about how black women and Asian men do very poorly on online dating. And that's because people see that photo and then go, mm, not attracted. Well, when you actually talk to them instead of just looking at a profile, you can actually find some attraction and it can be much more engaging. Second piece is really building this warm community. And I say warm very specifically. Most dating apps, you feel very distant from other people. And frankly, quite a few people have commented on the whole concept of dehumanizing and frankly, just alienating people. So with the speed dates, when you get on, you're gonna meet people, rather than just sitting there and seeing a waiting, 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 you actually join a room. And I'll tell you more about how I've been testing this, but the way I've been testing it is 
I get people on Zoom and suddenly there's all of these people who are all in your area and you're hanging out with them waiting for it to get started and then I'm introducing the group and doing all of that kind of thing. And it's a lot more fun. It's a lot more connecting. Also, very explicitly, because I've been reading a book on how to build community, very explicitly building a community around empathy, friendliness. So, you know, connecting with someone and being friendly is fun. You may not be attracted to the person. That's okay. But you can still have a good time with them, enjoy connecting, because especially during COVID, we all are feeling lonely. And it's good practice for a date when you are excited about them and attractive. The third piece is after you match, you exchange video and voice messages because texting is terrible. You know, it's really hard to convey a message in a way that you're sure they're not going to be confused by. And because of that, most people just don't try. They're just like, mm, yeah, sure, whatever. Here's what I'm doing. And, you know, they might include an emoji. They might not. They might try and be careful with their tone. They might not. So just overall, texting is terrible. And it's particularly terrible for women who say they want humor, which, by the way, is one of the things women most often say they want is humor. Because it's impossible to convey humor very well over text. You could sound sarcastic in your head and you send a message and you sound like a jerk to the other person because they can't tell you're being sarcastic. But over video or on, honestly, even over voice like this, you can totally tell when I'm saying something like, oh, that's so interesting. Or, oh, that's so interesting. Wow. So it allows you to really connect and have a much more interesting discussion than just on text. And then the last piece is video dates are safer. Now, obviously, they're a lot safer during the pandemic. You shouldn't be meeting a lot of strangers, but they're a lot easier even during normal times. You know, you don't have to drive or take transit or you don't even have to find the right place for the date. There's nothing that you need to buy at the date, which gentlemen appreciate. And it's much safer, which ladies appreciate because you're not in the same space with this person. Now, obviously, I'm not encouraging dating on video for the rest of your life. That's silly. But going on some video days through the app is something that's already pretty popular and is just going to keep getting popular. Because one of the other things that's really great about it, and ladies particularly like this, is you can do more dates in a day. So if you've got lots of matches and you're really excited about meeting some of them, like say if you're a particularly attractive woman, then you can go on a bunch of short dates and get to know people. That's also the idea behind the speed dating is it happens once a week. Currently I'm doing them on Thursdays. I'll come back to that. And you get dressed up, you get some nice lighting, you get a cute outfit. I just cut my hair. It's quarantine. Yeah. But anyway, so it allows you to really do that well. So I wanted to also say, here's what I've been doing in the past few months. So between August and October, I've been doing a lot. I hired a marketer to recruit test users. I built a prototype to allow people to exchange voice and video messages. I ran 40, excuse me, four different validation tests with 48 people attending. And the way I was doing it, like I said, is I use Zoom. So you get on Zoom, you see all the people, and then I put you into breakout rooms. And it's each couple. So it's you and another man or woman. You're in the breakout room for five minutes. In advance, I tell you, here's your first 
icebreaker. And if you want to, you can ignore it, but I encourage actually responding to it. And then halfway through, I give you another one to say, go deeper. Here's something that's more from the heart. And then after each round, I collect feedback via a Google form because it's just really simple and easy. And the feedback has been great. The Zoom speed dating, everybody really likes it. They have a lot of fun. Even some of the people who have not gotten matches have said they actually really enjoyed it just because you were around people and that feels good. The voice and video messaging after matching, however, I haven't gotten a ton of feedback on, but it's been mostly negative. It's been a little bit of, I don't want to show my face, but actually it's mostly just been, this is so slow or buggy or weird. And I kind of figured, okay, maybe it's the prototyping platform that I was using because it, it wasn't great, to be honest. So I rewrote it to basically just send text messages and tested it with some people and got even less feedback. And most of the feedback was basically just the same. It's buggy, it's weird, it's slow. So I'm definitely counting that up to be mostly just the prototype kind of isn't great. So during November and December, I have been learning Swift, which is the iOS programming language, and building a full app. Mind you, I'm still just going to keep it exchanging messages through the app and then use Zoom for the speed dating. But using Zoom for the speed dating is, again, only an incremental thing. Eventually, that will be built into the app. So I've built the first four screens. You can now log in. You can see your matches. You can send a message. Receiving messages is next. That's coming soon. I've, I've been using some different tools for it, but one thing that I've found that's really helped me to keep me on track and frankly keep me from going crazy is writing tests and then making sure the tests pass because then there's a little sort of gold star that I can check off of like, oh, I did the thing instead of just, all right, well, I hope I get something done today. And I've also started using Pivotal Tracker, which startup people will recognize the name for project management. And it feels a little silly given that I'm a team of basically one plus a marketer helping me out, but she's not helping on the coding. But it's actually been really helpful. So other people working on ideas and startups, as silly as it is to PM yourself, it's worth it. So it's it's been very helpful to get timelines and kind of give me a sense of, all right, how long should this take? Okay, so I wanna have it done by next week, this piece. Etc. And speaking of when can I get this piece done, I'm currently planning on the next speed dating test run, and it'll be using this app. So obviously you need to be on iOS for December 17th at 8 p.m. It'll be for people in the Bay Area. I, I would love to get some support on that. So if you are single and you want to test and you live in the Bay Area, would love it if you would go apply to test it. It's a real simple form. You can go to http colon slash slash bubble dot dating, as in dating instead of dot com. So bubble dot dating. It's a new domain thing. It's kind of fun. We'll see if I keep it. Speaking of which, if you have suggestions for a better name, that would be awesome. My grandfather in particular said bubble. Bubbles are things that disappear. And I it was a pandemic bubble thing. You know what? You're right. <laughs> so, and I've also heard uh, bubble sounds too much like bumble, which in retrospect, yep, you're right about that too. And uh, so if you have suggestions for a better name, 
The app is basically about long-term relationships and a warm, supportive community instead of no community the way most dating apps are. And then last, if you know of any Swift engineers who are available for part-time work, or better yet, who would be interested in working with me intending to become a co-founder, send them my way. And uh, oh, actually one last thing, is there anything else you wanna hear on these kind of updates? I'm trying to do this, like I said, to keep you involved and also to keep me going and excited since I'm a team of one plus. And if you're like, yeah, I really wanna hear about this thing, I'd love to hear it, send me an email. Greg at bubble.dating. Again, it's an interesting domain name. And, or send me a message on Facebook, you know, leave a comment. Any of those are great. So thanks. I'll see you in two weeks.